And we here, we here, we are live in the stereo, in mono, in all the... We are live in 4D, bro. Like, I don't even know what that is, but we're live in it, bro. Um, Yo, this is the Sinners Only Podcast, and we are back with another banger. Um, You know who I got to the right of me here on this screen, man. (laughs) <laughs> this this guy man this guy th- yo let me tell you something bro this guy lived in two of the most expensive states in the country bro and he's thriving bro <laughs> i don't bro. know about i don't know about thriving though bro this man don't even got one english name he got three elijah michael and crouch bro wait what? I, feel like, I feel like a lot of people have middle names you know like but not everybody all- got English names, bro. Look at me. I got one English name. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's just my first name. The rest of the other is, is, is you know, you got three English names, bro. But, like, that's not even cool now. You know what I mean? Like, if you have, like, a, if you have like a, 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 a more cultural name, like, Elijah, Michael, and Crouch. Well, it's not Elijah, but Michael and Crouch, I'm like, I don't, I don't know about. Don't wait, know wait, about. Elijah's not an English. Oh, oh, that's a biblical name, bro. Yo, yeah, even mean, better, bro. This man, <laughs> this man is a man of the word, bro. Of yo, the word. I'm so dead, bro. Like, listen, if I had like, you know, uh, a name from like my cultural ancestors in Africa somewhere, like I feel like it would be a lot cooler. But I don't. So it. I don't. So you're you're a lot more cool than. You. Bro, my name is Chad, bro. It's like, <laughs> it's like the most basic name. Yo, I'm dead. Or I don't even got five letters, bro. <laughs> but we've been gone for a minute, bro. How, like, update the people. How you doing? Bro, I'm good, bro. I mean, life feels like it is moving at action speed right now, you know? Um, Honestly, bro, I don't even know what episode this is. Like, are we on, like, episode five, season five or something like that? Maybe it's been it's been it's been a while since we since we've been on. Yo, uh, my apologies, guys. Like we, we've been struggling, you know. But you know that's life. Life just gets in the way, you know. Sometimes, but um, you know, season six. Once the season's over, we're gonna come back with bangers. You know, bangers. We back on it. You know, it's the end of the year. You know, Liza's dreads are growing. You know, the snow might be falling. You know, it is. You know, it, it just happens. You know, but I'm good, bro. This weekend was good, relaxing. Uh, my uncle w- w- uh, came for last week from Trinidad, so we, you know we were just spending some time with him before he went back. You know, doing some last minute shopping. Um, yeah, went to my aunt's house last night, chilled with my parents last night, and then uh, stayed by my parents pretty much this whole weekend. And just came back. Uh, I went to go see some friends today from church. Um, well, actually not from church. Uh, I know them from college ministry. Uh, they were like the first people that I met when I was uh, in college in that ministry, and. Um, it's funny because like they you know they got married this and that and they have kids now and like uh we all used to go to the same church up in north jersey uh but what happened was like they moved down here like where we, we live in central jersey um and but a little bit further down so they could no longer go to our church because it's so far so we don't really get to see them anymore so they invited us over uh to come over just you know share a meal um and chill out so we just came back from there so yeah man i've been good you know life is good uh, it just feels like you know Following the Lord's natural natural principles, uh, sowing and reaping. You know, I-, I feel like right now my head is down. Right now, you know, my head is down in grind mode. You know, uh, and you know, a lot more coming in twenty four. You know, bro, you ain't, you ain't bad, bro. <laughs> 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 you know, 
Oh snap! You know something, bro. Some light. It's for the kids, bro. It's for the kids, bro. Hey, I'm dead. <laughs> Yo, you wild for this thumbnail, bro? I just peeped it. It says Christian Naz. Oh, I, I can't, I can't, can't say, I can't say the topic. Yet, we didn't, we didn't even get into that as yet, bro. But this, yo, this, this, this thumbnail is fire, bro. It's high key fire, bro. Hey, bro, that's what, uh, that's what a screenshot and just slapping the sentence only John on there gets you. Bro. <laughs> How was your weekend, bro? What you been up to? Uh, we just been chill, man. Um, yeah, bro, it's uh, it's been mad busy. You know, we went to the um, there's a Spike Lee Museum here in uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it has, oh, that's like, where all... you were yesterday. Yeah, we were there yesterday, and like it kind of has like all of his like artistic influences, his movies, like all the controversies, all of these different things. Um, and so uh, that was really cool to see. And I think like as like. I think it's something like amazing about like viewing your like kind of your people like your history but like kind of people that look like you that come before you and have done amazing things i think i'm just sitting there like uh i was sitting there yesterday uh or being there yesterday and i was just like yo like this is like year like probably like what well, spike lee is like i don't know how is he like maybe he's in the 60s yo, and he's the goat too bro like he's literally the goat yo it, it's like six 70 years of history even before that because like he had some stuff in there that was like there was like the colored like i put on my instagram like there was like the um you know another no colored people allowed no negroes allowed stuff like that and i think like all i'm really, saying is right bro but, but, <laughs> one of the major reasons spike lee is the goat right that man been a knicks fan for like 50 years and he 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 still goes bro every game front row bro <laughs> that takes heart bro you, you he really built different bro Yo, it, it's crazy, and I, I don't know. I just I really appreciated to being there yesterday. So we just hung out there, um, hung out with some, uh, one of my, one of our friends uh, yesterday. Uh, went to church this morning. Uh, we were out literally probably to like four or five, and then we came back. So it's been a it's been a it's been a weekend. I think I'm just running, not running, but we've just been doing stuff. Um, but it's been but it's been a good weekend, bro. It's been a good weekend. Bro, speaking about running, bro, y'all know Elijah is literally the goat, bro. This man finished a half marathon like 50 minutes, bro. Yo, I run no more races. <laughs> we, we getting back in 24, bro, but we got to put on some some pounds and then we, then we gonna be on the get back. Yo, legit. <laughs> we gonna be on we on, we on the get back next year, bro. Yo, yo, tell the people about your 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 bulk, bro. How's that been going, bro? It's it's been. Uh... I feel it's been very inconsistent. I feel like I'm like in a space right now where like I used to be able to just like bench like 105, like maybe like yeah, yeah. a year, and that used to be my max. Like I could do whatever third set. Now like I can I can start off like just dripping like 135, one plate, 145 on each. Uh, I saw you do 155, bro. I was I was mad impressed, bro. I was like this guy, bro. <laughs> Bro, I mean, you know, so I'm, I think I'm hitting that point where I'm like, I'm able to just start there and I'm like hitting my old man strength at some point, which my old man strength is like, it's subjective. So I'm like, this is my old man strength right now. That boy hit that Leroy Jenkins, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so we're not really bulking, you know, I'm still, I'm still really scrawny, but I know I can like, I can lift some weight and if I got to toss somebody, like. I mean, bro, look at the forearms, bro. I see the forearms <laughs> on the screen, bro. You making me scared, bro. Bro, you the one that yo, you the one in the gym, dog. I gotta get like you. I was actually looking at boxing gyms like the other day. I was like, yo, where can I get into? The, yo, you can get right, bro. Yo, you out of anybody I know, if you dedicated just six months to boxing, you could be nasty out there, bro. 
Yo, this bro. man, bro. Y'all think I hyped this man up in vain, bro. This guy, right? This guy started YouTube last year, bro. Last uh, year. This man grinded anime relatable, right? This man passed over a thousand subscribers in a year. <laughs> Who else? Who else, bro? Not even Ruslan was doing that with his first year of YouTube, bro. Ruslan was most definitely doing that in his first six months of YouTube. Though. Nah, because I started watching Ruslan like four or five years into him watch uh being a YouTuber, and I think he only had like 15k. And I, I saw sub to him like maybe 10, 15k around that time, bro. So there's no way, bro. You you got a over, bro. And not even a thousand, bro. You had a thousand seventy now, bro. Like literally two, three days later, bro. Bro, we we just we just trying to feed the kids, dog. My for kids the kids, bro. For the kids, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so lies, bro. What are, what are we actually even talking about today, bro? Bro, uh, we are talking about Christian. Um. Oh, oh Jimmy. Yeah, I think I think you broke out. What did you say? Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are uh if for anyone who didn't who heard that or didn't hear that, whatever, you're talking about Christian today. Um, bro, it's like literally breaking at that last word, bro. What the heck? It's, it, I guess I guess there's no one that's talking about the word. Dang, bro, <laughs> we're already getting censored already, bro. I'm dead, bro. <laughs> but Chad, can you explain this this word that is like I guess terrified the American people and well not terrified or encouraged people with different reactions about this yeah. said word that I can't pronounce for some reason. Yeah, I mean so so basically, right? Like all right, so Christian nationalism, right, is how 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 would you describe it to someone like i guess the the so nationalism meaning like you know patriotic you know like um support of your country but i guess when you have to describe what christian nationalism is it's like intertwining of christian beliefs into the american society right um whether whether that be political whether that be cultural uh ideological um anything in the, in that within that realm right like um it's like spreading christianity from uh i forgot who said this uh somebody said this so if you, whoever said this uh, give me uh, i give you the credit uh spreading christianity from the top down right it's a top down and christianity is a bottom up structure right not a top down structure uh so i guess christian nationalism would be kind of like from the top going down right like this is right we must do this because it is in the Bible and everybody in, in, in America needs to follow it. Boom. Yeah. I, I, think, I feel like you got a way better explanation, bro. I, I, I feel like I butchered that. I really don't. I, so doing, I guess doing some, like doing a little bit of reading uh, before this, right? Um, a, TGC, a TGC article, they kind of describe ways, right? It's, one one framework of Christian nationalism is sort of like the argument for Christian ideals to influence society but not dominate society. Um, the second the second argument was that the laws that we have they should serve God and represent Him. So like literally like having our laws kind of be like kind of a a mirror of like what God wants, kind of putting the biblical laws into like into society and being like, hey, enforce these on everyone. And then yeah. there's a third kind of faction, which all of these, I guess, Christian nationalism, like, 
I, I think we all use it in a way to describe one thing, but honestly, they they are they represent themselves or they manifest themselves in different ways, right? Because to be honest, uh, I think, and, and the third one is um, Christianity that is like dominating American life, right? So it means like, yo, every every single thing kind of thing, for example, like, um, like the January 6th thing that happened, the riot that happened, that's like, Sort of this idea that Christianity should dominate everything in American life. Everyone mm -hmm. should be uh, this, uh, like, you know, life and civility uh, laws, everything should be taken by force and not necessarily by this idea of praying for our leaders or praying for, uh, praying for our country or, um, you know, uh, living a peaceful life is more so like, hey, we are going to take this thing by force because yeah, this yeah. is taking it back. That's January 6th, right? Um, and so, but with all those being said, that's not that's not a full description of Christian nationalism. And which I've been, I think I've been accused of this. And I think a lot of people do this as well, where like we talk about Christian nationalism as sort of this very um, like umbrella term, but it can mean different things to different people. You know what I mean? I think, and I think to be honest, like me, I think me and you, like even 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 Josh, not me, oh, I'm saying me and Josh, like he's a post us or something. Me, you, and Josh. <laughs> with, <laughs> this second idea of christianism where we're like we are christians and yet we know that christianity is good for life and society so therefore like the way of our lives talk, talk about talk about jesus in our lives we want that to influence society so that people like more so look like jesus not have to be dominated by a law or or us forcing christian laws on them so that they can live a christian life rather we are like hey we want to represent Jesus and so that he would be attractive to other people. And so therefore they would also want to trust in Jesus and believe in Jesus. That's what, that's the framework that I think we would probably fit in mm -hmm. because like, like, I think, I think anyone can say like anyone that's been born here or whatever, like it's like, Hey, like we love the U S right. We like, we like, we like being here, right. We love being here, uh, all of flawed and all right. Um, but we're also okay to be able to point out like the flaws in our in our in our society in our country, and that's okay, right? Because our allegiance isn't to the country; it is to Jesus. Then countries under that. So that's what we're following. But that's what would be my take, or, or that would be my definition of Christian nationalism. Bro, that was that was pretty good, bro. Yo, you did <laughs> you did an excellent job explaining that, bro. <laughs> Yo, what you know about above and beyond? A plus Crouch, bro. Bro, I didn't even expect it to be that good, bro. I was like, yo, this kid. That man went to Rutgers, bro. Like, y'all y'all stop playing with my boy, son. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but I guess, like, to the second point, man, I think we we, we know, like, it's kind of intertwining like, in our life, right? It's intertwining in our culture. And I, th and I think maybe, like, this kind of idea of Christian nationalism is, like, it's been... We've been shying away from it, or, or the culture, or society has been going away from us for 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 a while. Like especially like Gen Z is very much like they not really did it. But like, why do you think like, or how do you think kind of this kind of uh, Christian nationalism idea has been intertwined in our culture? Yeah. Um. Maybe maybe also this explains like when people say like people are less christian now but then we looked at the stats in that other episode and it, it, it didn't line up maybe maybe this is the explanation maybe like maybe like we're just becoming less christian nationalists i guess and that's why it seems le le like we're getting less uh christian but all right let me answer the question let me just not 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 veer off that question 
Um, hold up. So basically, you, you, the question was how or why is it is this so intertwined into U.S. culture? So, um, I so so I'm gonna be honest with you, right? I never had an idea. I never differentiated the, the, this topic. Um, most of my Christian life, uh, you know, I just kind of assumed it and and went with it. Uh, but around like 2018, I was having a I had a sociological theory course in college. This was like a one of those required courses in, in the major or whatever. And we got to the to to the philosophy of uh, Christianity in America. And I was shocked because I was like, I didn't expect to l- learn that in a, a sociological theory course. And they started talking about. I might just give my disclaimer here so this way people don't get angry. They started talking about Reformed Calvinism and re- Reformed Baptists and uh, more of the Reformed folks, right? Um, and take this for a grain of salt. I just learned this in a college course. The professor probably was, it wasn't a Christian. He probably just looked at some bias sto- source or whatever. But he he started bringing up, um, you know, some, some stuff that was very weighty because at the time, you know, like this was a time when you know before i guess like this whole like seeking of knowledge and 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 you know deconstructing your 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 ideas that you woke up i mean you grew up with and and uh you know like this is before elijah elijah started going further uh away from his his beliefs and and you know i guess we 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 were at a point in time where we were kind of just like um we we're just younger and we were looking you know we we're coming out of our parents house uh households we were exploring christianity for ourselves so it was like we were, we were a lot less mature in in just the intellectual side of like spiritualism so when the professor started talking not well, spiritualism but like being like christian spiritual like you know um but yeah the professor started talking about like um the history of this christianity in america and he was saying like when when we go back to the times of like chattel slavery and we go back to the times of like early segregation um the response from a lot of the 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 church was oh you're in bondage and you're a slave because god wants you to be a slave and i and i was like i was shocked when when the professor said this right i was super shocked when he said that i was like there's no way there's no way that that was that was taught on a sunday morning at a church and 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 then he's like it was you know it was the more of the reform folks in christianity that were preaching this right um and i was like i started thinking back because you know even even me and elijah had like things that we 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 disagree used to disagree on heavily back then and like other people and it was like you know what? I kind of see that, right? I could kind of see how that could have been taught in in a church in you know the 1700s, the 1600s. You know, because like it was like a way, a, 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 just an easy way to just be like, all right, you know, we're out of this. God wants this, so it's going to happen, right? So um, that was. I'm not saying that that's true, but that's how I first got exposed to this uh, idea of of like christianity christianity being used in america to manipulate people right um and then there was a a a crazy crazy document documentary that came out a few years ago i didn't watch the whole thing uh but it it got a lot a lot a lot of uh 
of uh, traction. And it was this uh, thing called the American Gospel. I don't know if you've seen that or heard of it. Um, yeah. And it really, really spoke into this topic and it, it exposed it, right? Um, it really exposed it. And I guess more people have the light of it now. So, like, how is it intertwined into U.S. culture? I feel like every fabric of, you know, every era or dispensation of American history, uh, it was it was used like 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 every religion has has their their people that that use it for manipulation and power and this and that and it, it came to a point where it's probably like it's just so regular where it's like oh put the hot topic that's on the table right now and give it like a half of a bible precedence and then boom every christian must vote for this every christian must think this way and we must not have any nuance because if you have nuance you are an abomination that, you are that is literally bro i can't tell you how many people that, that will that growing up told their pastor something and their pastor responded that's an abomination mm. so it i guess i guess you know when you throw money into things and this is just me putting a anecdotal uh just opinion here um you're throwing money into things, lobbying into things. There's billions of dollars going into to, to media. Um, and there's so many Christians in one place. You could play off of that emotion very, very easily, right? I think it was Donald Trump that said um, if he if he ever ran for president, this is like in the 90s or something like that. He said, he said is he, if he ever ran uh, for president, he'd run in the Republican Party because he knows he'd be able to get a reaction out of out of people and get the votes from the republican party he said that on live television so like <laughs> I, I feel like that that answers the question right there you know like you can play off what people believe and then like use that for your for your own agendas right so i i don't know if i answered the question but yeah i guess it's just always been part of our our society to, to just get what they what you want you know yeah i think this uh, kind of this idea of Christian nationalism being so intertwined to our fa the fabric of our society, or supposed to be, or whatever, um, is because like we just we just believe that, like, or people believe that America has been founded on Christian principles, right? Yeah, yeah. No, although that may be true, that although that may be like. Uh, congruent that may not necessarily be the exact case right because like you can have a document that you can have something that aligns with um aligns with scripture but not be christian right and so yeah, yeah. Why something is aligning with our biblical beliefs we you can't just automatically assume that this is christian right so this is going back to the declaration of independence right um and i'm reading here um there's an article I was reading, it quoted this, the, uh, the Declaration of Independence, and uh, kind of this uh, affirmation that uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that we are that, that they are endowed by the Creator with unail certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And so I think a lot of people go to this to be like, yes, this is a Christian document because the people that founded this nation were Christian people, um, and therefore they made this statement. But the reality is, like, going back in that time when they made this statement, they weren't necessarily thinking about people like me, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, for, to, for in, 
and this is a, this is me disagreeing with the document. I think that is very true, right? I think looking at the ruins of now, you can condemn that action of like, oh, they're saying this, but they're being hypocritical and having black people enslaved. And so yeah. I think a lot of people look at this like at these documents, they look at like, you know, the fifties, sixties or whatever, and like you have like the model white family that went to church every Sunday and they, you know, uh expounded somewhat biblical norms, uh birth um Abortion wasn't necessarily a thing, you know. People were going to church and praying to God. Billy Graham was a high, uh, at the height of his like popularity back then. Christian, like sort of this Christian fabric, and then a, a turning point happens when it all starts falling down. And so I think a lot of people are like, "Yo, this is this is why we like why people think that like the like the U.S. is a Christian nation." And this isn't me saying that the U.S. doesn't have Christian things that that uh, goes in it, right? That's not like um that's not that's not built into the not built into the society but to say it's exactly a christian nation i don't think that's the case right because in order for it to be a christian nation it has to have a christian type rule where it's like we could say like you know somewhere in the middle east right iraq iran like they are a lot islamic state they are a religious nation we are not because we give people the freedom to be able to pursue different religions Right. And some and some people and some people think that, you know, that's not OK, that Christianity should be dominating the scene of America and everyone's Christian. But the reality is that's not the case. So, yeah, that's my I think my, I think just forcing forced Christianity leads to nothing besides nominalism, bro. Like, um, mm-hmm. like, like you, the, the Roman Empire spread Christianity to pretty much the entire world at the time. And like. It influenced cultures and it influenced like Christianity to spread, but like at the same time, you, was it spreading with true believers? You know, um, mm-hmm. I just feel like l- looking at the person of Jesus is always good for, um, you know, majority of uh, of things that have to do with Christianity and Christendom. Um, Jesus came and he didn't establish an earthly kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. He even said uh, that's not what he came to do. Um, so it just, it always gets me confused with how that, this always becomes a thing, um, where it's like a country should be Christian because like, that's not at what it, you know, Jesus sent people out by twos. And then he said, if they don't, if they, if they, you know, don't cast your, your, your pearls to swine, dust off and keep walking. Like he didn't say stick, put a stake down and, and, uh, claim that land in my name. Like. And I don't see anywhere, anywhere in the scripture that that is um, where, what he said to do. You know, um, we see we see things like put on the full armor. Right. But that's not like go into actual physical battle to claim territory uh, physically. Right. Um, it's funny because I went to my mom's church today and that was actually the, the message claim territory for Christ. But like evangelistically, you know, like, you know, wherever you go, evangelize. <laughs> um but like physically like you know like it, it it's not what we're called to do um it even says somebody slaps you turn the cheek you know what i'm saying like um it's it for me it's like we've talked about a lot of issues a lot of issues on this podcast in the last two years right i would say a good 60 to 65 percent of everything we've ever spoke about we always talk about micro level issues this is the macro level right like this this topic is literally the overarching like 
issue of two thirds of the episodes that we put out. Like, if we had to like actually sit down and say like, what, what is the cause of this? What is the cause of that? Like, it, it's Jesus says, go and make disciples to all nations, preaching and teaching and baptizing. Right? Doesn't say teaching, preaching, uh, teaching, uh, baptizing and and conquering. You know, it doesn't say that. <laughs> Yeah. So, I, it, you know, I just I, when it boils down to it, it's like, um, you know, there's a lot of people that are experienced church hurt, and um, I don't know. I feel like COVID changed a lot of things, bro. I feel like COVID uh, had gave a lot of people time to just deconstruct uh, unnecessary beliefs that they had, and then reconstruct it with more more solid truths. And uh, even you and I, bro, in the last like four or five years, we've just We've grown a lot, like you know, just um, learning more. And I feel like, you know, when you walk into like a lot of a lot of charismatic churches, they'll I, I always hear people say, "We're praying for the revival, right? A revival is coming, bro." I I hundred percent can say the revival is here, bro. Like, mm. I I can't tell you how many uh, podcasts and 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 Christian influencers I have seen in the last like three years. Um, just gain popular notoriety for preaching the true like Christianity, bro. Like, bro, if 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 anybody had any like issues with Christianity, I would have no issue now pointing them out to to Southside Rabbi. I have no issue with them referring them to Ruslan's channel. I have no issue pointing them to Mike Winger. Like, ten years ago, this didn't exist. Like, like at all. Like the revival is actually here now. Like I think our 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 society, yeah. The the older people are saying is getting less religious. We looked at the statistics. No, it's not. Right? It is not becoming less religious. Um, I think it's just people are starting to realize the humility and the meekness and the lowly nature of Jesus Christ. Mm. The Bible. I'm getting preachy now, bro. The <laughs> Bible says he was a man in, in in the book of Isaiah says he was a man that you wouldn't even have looked at bro you're telling me he's conquering lands bro he wants mm. you to go conquer lands and, and make laws and 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 force people into Christianity they said he was a man that they didn't even look want to look at bro mm. like bro I, I yeah like this kind of this kind of pierces into the second the second or the or our third question I think it kind of when you put like Jesus like over top of, of uh, Christian nationalism, you put the word if you put the Bible over Christian nationalism, it sort of starts to expose it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I th- especially during COVID, right? And during a lot, like you had a lot of people that were able to think about like everything that they grew up with, everything that they were experiencing, and kind of and kind of being able to realize like, yo, what I've experienced, what these people have been saying isn't biblical at all right this is like <laughs> idea that like like you said like that uh you know we're supposed to be going out taking things by force right but like jesus did the exact opposite yet like he like instead of taking what was rightfully his decided to lay his life down right the fact that like after the after jesus rose from the dead like he risen with all power in his hand full authority to be able to take what was his and then you have the disciples being like, I bet you want to establish the kingdom now. And 
this not for you to know. <laughs> like, Bro, that is literally scripture. That's literally, like, you could read the Bible exactly like that. I don't understand why this is an issue. And, and, and it's crazy, like, and I think what stands is Matthew 28 always, right, at the end of the day, going out and, uh, and uh, preaching the gospel to people, right? Going and telling people about what Jesus has done, sharing with them the good news that they can be restored with their creator through Jesus and what he's done on the cross. And the fact that we kind of want to put this message on the back burner and be like, bet, let's put these laws in place first and then bring people to Jesus. No, it's the other way around. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. And so when people like, I think when you really start to look at scripture, when you really start to look at who Jesus actually is, right? Realizing that Jesus didn't take these things by force, right? Like we want, we want change in our society. We want change in our world. We ask God to change the world, right? Like we pray for yeah. it. And it Right, that's the whole point. And I think, to be honest, I feel like a lot of people when they talk about Christian nationalism, when they talk about like making America great again, whatever, I feel like it's a lack of not wanting to go out and tell people about Jesus. <laughs> yo, like, yo, yo, wait, 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 wait. I, 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 I don't get political on, on this podcast, right? But, but I got <laughs> something to say about that, right? So, so I'm not, I'm not sharing my political opinions, yo, yo but like. What was wild, wildest thing about Christian nationalism is we had a man become president, right? With that he adulterous, full, you know, talk, talking about SA, like over here talking about all the women he's he's been with, cheating on his, all kinds of crazy stuff, and then Christians were were like, oh, because he's pro life, that's the guy, that's the guy, like. What yo? Like, and then when you brought it up, people are like, "Oh no, you're Marxist, you're socialist, you're this and that." I'm like, "Bro, what?" It's kind of like we, like we as Christian people, are so global sometimes, and yet Jesus calls us to be wise as servants and innocent as doves, and yet when it comes to anyone mentioning these hot button issues that like agree with our like our religious stance it's bro like, you want christians <laughs> to vote for you just say you're pro-life do whatever else you want they'll bro, still vote for you bro. bro it's so easy why like and i'm not paying attention to the to the presidential like race or anything like that but it's, i don't uh, care about politics by the way i, I, I really don't but it but it feels that's why it's so easy for someone like rob DeSantis to like kind of like run for president now where it's like oh man let me just put on these hot button but issues that like trump cared about but now i'm gonna be like more more uh radical than trump and then yo we live in such a polarized society bro like what like it, it, it's crazy because like if you really just sit back and just just try to like live a christian life bro like it you just gotta live a simple existence bro like you know what i'm saying like i don't know bro I, I, if uh, bro it's unfortunate because like we always do like, and I'm, and this don't, I, I think for anyone that ends up listening to this, like, don't hear us say that we do not want Christian ideals to be influenced in our society. That's exactly, that we want that. We want people yeah, yeah, to yeah. gospel, transforming message of the gospel. We just don't want people representing one thing and then they live a life that's not exemplifying Jesus and we're promoting them on, on a mass scale. Basically, like, and it's, it's crazy. I think about like the the story of Saul, right? Where like the people wanted the king, and yet like Saul, he had everything that they wanted. And he was handsome, taller than everybody. Yet 
his character was like shady, right? Like, especially when someone like threatened his like kingship, right? David, shady. And, and the kingdom tore apart, right? David, yes, like, yo, the, the, the great king, right? Like, he was the man after God's own heart, but yet his character, like, at times was a little bit shady, you know what I mean? And so, like, I think when we start to look at, like, when we start to look at people and be like, yo, this is our king that can lead us in a way of righteousness, it's like, yo, you're, you're, you're being pivoted away from who actually came to save you and point and, and, and make you righteous and change this world. Um, and so it, it, it's a it's a it's a rough spot to be, in. and I think it exposes us, especially during a presidential election, bro. Exposes us for being gullible as heck, bro. It's like crazy. Like like why 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 are you mentioning like? Yo, I got a story, bro. I got a story with it, bro. I think you probably remember this, but so so in 2018, I was working at my internship, right, and I was tasked to make a Donald Trump toilet brush, right, like. What? It was a brush, a toilet brush to, to, you know, clean the toilet with, but it was Donald Trump, right? And that is my job, you know, like, they're telling me make this thing, right? So I make it, I get the prototype back, and I post it on Facebook. I was like, bro, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen, I've ever made at work. And, bro, I had this, the, the, a few people, one person in particular, DM me, and it was like, that's so disrespectful, that's the President of the United States, and I'm like... Bro, it's really not that deep. Like, this is my job telling me to make this. It, it, like, they're, they're, like, what what do you want me to do? Bro, that's funny. Bro, I, like, we're, we're, I guess it's kind of stems in format two, right? Uh, you, like, over the, over, I think last week you posted something from, like, the current world conflict that's going on, right? Yeah. And, like, in my mind, I was thinking, like, yo, like, I wonder if people are going to, like, have something to say towards you like about like with what you posted on your like on your story surprisingly about not bro surprisingly I, like oh. i was actually like i was i was i was like you know what i'm just, i don't care i'm gonna post this i'm gonna see what happens you know like whatever bro nobody nobody said anything anything i i got one dm from josh actually um he, he making fun of like the typical christian response bro <laughs> Because like I feel like that response that he might that he might be like alluding to, I feel like it kind of might stem in some Christian nationalism, right? I feel, <laughs> bro, crazy. But I'm glad you didn't get anything though. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was I was I, I was very selective. I was very selective on how, how how I brought that up. But yeah, man, it's um, it it, it just it's just the topic where it's like um. It's like one of those things where it's like you keep pulling on the string and it's it's not really rooted in anything, bro. Like, um, I'm not saying don't be patriotic because anybody that knows me is I'm super patriotic. Anybody that knows me is like, um, you know, I come from an immigrant household, um, you know, blessed to see my parents become U.S. citizens. Like, that was a long, hard road. So, like, I definitely love America. I love my country. Um, I was, you know, born here. Fortunate. Uh, but, like, it's there's a line as you say it's like the president didn't come to save you jesus did jesus laid his life down for you you know um it, it it's it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like anything like anything like you could you could like like work right you could you're called to work that's the first institution that god gave man right to go and work right um and that could be come 
perverse the same way. You could become obsessed with your job, only talk about your job, only think about your job, only work, like not spending time with your family. Like it's like the same kind of thing. It's like too much of one thing is not is not good, you know? And it's like you you the these these media companies just are gonna continuously play off of that to to make more money. You know, they're gonna make more money. Um and they're culture wars sell and they you know bigger bigger media is able to push any agenda they want if they get people to think so polarized it's almost as if because i think this then everything else is going to be wrong or i i was listening to people debate this week on on a podcast and it's like it got to the point where it was like it it didn't even matter if one guy was saying something reasonable it it, it just because the other person was identified as the opposite party all of a sudden every single ideal that the person said was no longer reasonable or rational or anything of that nature right so um you know i i feel like it's just an easier way to create polarization um because there's other people that don't have christian beliefs in america and it's like us versus them kind of thing and like again like i'm not i'm not saying that you know we like we should push christian ideals and we should be christians and stand firm but at the same time it's like we have to separate our national identity with our kingdom identity you know like we are citizens of the king kingdom bought and purchased by the blood of jesus like period like that is our identity like everything else is secondary you know yeah so how do we like i guess question like how do we how do we combat this right i feel like people have been combating it already but like yeah yeah how do we navigate like christian nationalism how do we how do we stop from keeping or how do we not become Christian nationalists, right? Like, um, first and foremost, subscribe to Anime Relatable. Um, that content will keep you away <laughs> from Christian nationalism. That it'll teach you how to stop wearing deodorant. Um, hey. <laughs> go, go to anime <laughs> conventions. People like that, dog. So, <laughs> uh, nah, shout out to, to, to Anime Relatable. Um, but all jokes, by the way. Uh, uh yeah. Um, honestly, bro what I, what i've been realizing is is read your bible man um i i'm i'm gonna sit sit here and and point to a very specific chapter of the bible matthew 5 um i spent a lot of time in matthew 5 this week um and it's a lot of jesus communicating with the pharisees um you know when he goes to the the house and you know the man uh, the the Pharisee didn't want you know he was kind of like condescending and the the woman shows up and she washes it his feet with her hair and and uh, you know he's like he comes back and he's just like he looks at the Pharisees like you invited me to your house you didn't offer me this you didn't do this you didn't do that but this woman who 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 you all don't like did this and he's like. He comes back with the with the physician talk. He's like, "Who needs a no, no?" no he, talk, he says a debtor. He's like, "If two people have a debt to a master, and one, and one of them is more, one of them is less, who's going to love the master more after the master forgives them? The person who has more debt, right?" And I was like, "Bro, that is cold." And then the lawyers speak up right after, right? The lawyers start like, "What? What you're saying is offending us." And then Jesus is like, woe to you. I was like, yo, what? Um, and, and and like, you you see that, you see it, right? Like Jesus, Jesus denounced this like sort of pious, religious um, 
excessive religious stuff because at the you know Jesus knew that the Pharisees were only out for themselves. Jesus knew that the Pharisees were out for power. Jesus knew that they wanted to keep the people away from the gospel and the truth uh, of the Father, the love of the Father. Um, and that's that's why Jesus opposed these people, right? Um, they were too proud, um, and they didn't they didn't humble themselves. They need to hum they need to humble themselves before before Christ. And it's like we need to humble ourselves. We need to know that this battle is not systematic battle it's not it is it is on an individual basis salvation is on an individual basis and each and every person regardless of where you are is needs to hear the gospel and i think that's the realization we need to have that mindset where it's like i don't really i should not that you shouldn't care what someone's doing but it's more of so like their relationship is between them and god you can't save them just get, if you unmarry that ideology and you you say you really you point them to the truth and pray for them and you you make disciples like truthfully make disciples that is the way that is out of this of this mindset you make disciples because making disciples is what Jesus did command and making disciples is going to uh produce a large beautiful christian community that you know, is going to care for one another, you know? Yeah. Bro, I think the way that we, that's good. I think the way that we can combat this, right, is just realizing that we, this earth, this world is not our home, right? I think, I think every, I think a lot of Christian people say that, right? But I think it's worth like reiterating where it's like, if we get so wrapped up in thinking that we need to make this the best place ever for us, then we have gotten too caught up in what we're doing here. And yet realizing that, hey, like, we live for a greater purpose and kingdom. And yes, like, we be subject to the authorities that we are under, right? But realizing that that doesn't trump kingdom, right? It doesn't trump living for Christ. It doesn't, trust, it doesn't trump, like, living holy lives that, you know, are obedient to Jesus. Um, I think I think about I think about I'm thinking about First Peter, um, right now, and we're thinking of it like this. So this is First Peter two. I think all First Peter is good, but this First Peter two, nine to ten. But it says, um, "But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light." Once you were not a people, but now you are are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And I think all that goes on to like Peter talking about how we how we live in a society that's pagan. And let's keep it a buck. America is a pagan society. I don't care what no one says at all. It's a pagan society, right? And yet we have um marching orders, we have ways that we can live in society that honors God and yet and can glorify God and yet point people to him. So I think all all first Peter is good to read, specifically uh chapter two. Um but yeah living lives that point to to Jesus, right? Like I think that's the best way we, we can combat Christian nationalism is because we're able, I think if we keep our eyes set on Jesus, we're able to sep we're able to separate the craziness and the goofiness of all that's going on from what's actually right. Through, right and i think like if we if living peaceful lives living lives that are you know worshipful to christ living lives that like are telling you know uh, 
telling people about Jesus, living up to mission. If that's what we're doing, right, I think that's the best way to combat Christian nationalism because you don't live as though your country, your world is the best thing and that you should be fighting for at the end of the day. Yes, fight for your country. I think live, live in a way that, like, you know, you want to be able to make the society around you better. But if you get caught up in Christian nationalism, forget that this is not your home and that you live for a greater kingdom, then you you, you kind of lost yourself in the process, you know? Yeah, man, that that's good, bro. Uh, yo, honestly, I, I feel like this episode is actually going to have to be split up some more, maybe part two. I don't know if next week or whenever, whenever that is, but uh, there's a lot more to unpack on this topic. Um, yeah, again, these, this is one of these episodes where maybe we're not necessarily right, but like this is like, like what we've seen, um, and is is a big movement, man. And I feel like this is a big part of of the revival here in in America, uh, the Christian revival, um, you know. And I think Gen Z, uh, we that's like the theme of the season, bro. I think Gen Z is we're rising up man i I think we're rising up and we're 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 taking evangelistic territory for for the kingdom i I feel like souls are being one um and there's just an atmosphere that's a lot different um now um and i think i think i think you know wisdom is um what's the word not hereditary wisdom is like um cumulative right so it's like maybe the last two generations you know the world was going through in like a whole new revolution of of technology and stuff and media so you know they were learning and we learned from the the, the last two generate two three generations and maybe our generation will be different you know um maybe our generation will be like hey um i want my ideals to be pushed and i'll vote for my ideals but i'm not going to force my ideas on people uh i'm going to love people pray for people um and i, I trust the, that the holy spirit is going to soften the hearts of those that he called, those that he elected. Oh, using some, using some reformed Calvinist language there. <laughs> I had to throw that. I had to sprinkle it on in there, you know. Hey, yo, I'm dead. <laughs> those he predestined and preordained. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, any any last thoughts before uh, before we wrap up? Um. Yo, honestly, if y'all follow Josh, just go, just go spam his, his Instagram and ask him where he's at, bro. We miss, we miss Josh on the pod, bro. Honestly, we miss Josh. He, he, he was, he was, he was sad that he that he hasn't been coming on, so he be here. Say that. Uh, <laughs> he's but, almost off pod discipline, bro. He's almost off pod discipline. All the time on pod discipline, bro. Oh my god, the whole season, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I think I think one thing that I'll leave off is like reading uh, like parts of chapter two of First Peter. Um, Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and as the house of simple desires, which wage war against your soul, live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may their good deeds and glorify God. They Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority or the governors or who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. For it is by for it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, Christian nationalist people, but do not use your freedom as a cover up for evil. Live as mm. God. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers, fear God, and honor the emperor. And I think 
we all, wherever you fall on that spectrum, we all can take something out of that. But if you live as a Christian and you submit your love, your your life to Jesus as Lord and Savior, this is for you living in wherever you're at in the world. Um, that's what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's 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 been real. We're ha- we're at the halfway point of the season. This is episode five. Uh, we got five more episodes left of the season. You know, we're trying to get Amin on here. So, um, if if y'all got any connection to Amin HGA, Amin the Dream Hudson, um, let that man know we want him on this on the season finale for season five. Because, yo, if there's anybody that I think could speak into this theme of this this season, bro, like. It's definitely that man, bro. That man is wise, bro. Mm-hmm. So, so if it just go, just go DM uh, me, leave a comment, yo. Check out Sinners Only podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We might actually have him on. You know, that'd be crazy. If we did, but man. Until next time, this is the Sinners Only podcast. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel, and we will catch you guys later.